Hello from the ABA Annual Meeting 2018 in Chicago, Illinois. I'm Patrick Palace, and I'm here with... Jennifer Parent. And we're on the road with the Legal Talk Network. And we're back with Jennifer Parent. Thank you so much for joining us on the road. It's a pleasure to be here. Today, we're going to talk with Jennifer Parent about the National Conference of Bar Presidents. Jennifer, glad to have this conversation, right? This is a conversation that we've needed to have for a long time because there's this amazing organization that does so much behind the scenes, and yet not a lot of people know about it. And I, I want to have a chance to let you, as the new president, by the way, congratulations. Thank you. As the new president of the National Conference of Bar Presidents, tell us a little bit about the organization. But before we get there, I want to know about you. Tell me something about this new president. So Jennifer Parent, I'm from New Hampshire. I am a New Hampshire right. Uh, I practice at McLean Middleton Professional Association. We're the largest firm in New Hampshire. I'm chair of our litigation department. I do employment litigation, commercial litigation, uh, practice in both Massachusetts and New Hampshire. I'm a former president for the New Hampshire Bar Association and a former president of the New Hampshire Women's Bar Association. And really excited to be here with you, Patrick. Well, we're very glad to have you. There is this unique opportunity to be part of the National Conference of Bar Presidents. And it's because everybody who's there has been a bar president, right? Fair to say now, you are officially the president of all presidents, right? That's what I say. I'm the president of all presidents. And it's a great position to be in because you're helping bar leaders. You're giving them resources. You're giving them training. You're preparing them for what's ahead in their bar leadership years in terms of trends, of, of working with the public, of working with the courts. And we all want to improve the system. So there's a scope, as you're talking about, that, that the National Conference of Bar Presidents has. How is that different from what they say the House of Delegates and the rest of the ABA uh, does as, as part of their charge? Sure. We focus more on leadership. What is it that our leaders need to move their organizations forward? We have a tagline now at, at NCBP, National Conference of Bar Presidents, leadership innovation and collaboration. We're trying to give the resources for bar leaders to move forward. Recognizing change is good. Using innovation. You may have programs that work, but try to innovate and change. We've got technology that's coming in. We see lawyers are practicing and giving services in a different way. Not everybody works out of a building today. Uh, and just collaboration. So collaboration not only between bar leaders themselves and sharing opportunities and challenges, but collaboration on building bridges in, in our communities. And we've seen that and lawyers stepping in. And, and when you have a situation where there may be some violence in a community, bringing the members of that community together and lawyers acting as bridges. So let me talk a little bit about that, that diversity inclusion as, as you're kind of you know, touching on there. Well, I think when most people think about bar presidents, think about state bar presidents and large, you know, mandatory bars. But that really doesn't speak to who comes to these conferences, does it? No, it doesn't. And our membership is made up of state bar 
uh, associations, but we also have local bars, affinity bars, which be, may be a woman's bar association or a uh, black lawyer association, and everybody's welcome. We also have the metro bars where you have smaller uh, inner city bar associations. Everybody brings a different dynamic to the table, yet we all are facing the same issues and challenges. So share with me a minute what's really important about that dynamic, about having not just everybody at the table, but having like the, the country's greatest leaders and upcoming leaders, up and coming leaders. I mean, these are the people that you are now their president. Tell me about what the, the power and the energy of this group. I think the power of the energy is everybody in the room wants to make a difference. They want to make a difference for their members, other lawyers. They want to make a difference for the public, uh, those that we all serve and that lawyers serve and, and give legal services to. And we want to make a difference in the legal profession. We want to make it better and make sure that those who need access to justice are getting access to justice. And we have the right people in the room. These people are committed. They're amazing, amazing people. Just at our conference uh, this weekend, we had Fred Gray, uh, who was the lawyer for Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King Jr. Despite everything he did for the world, he then turns around and he wants to be bar president for Alabama. <laughs> and that, that right. tells you something, that we can make a difference. This idea of innovation being one of those um, elements of who and what the National Conference of Bar President, I think is absolutely you know, necessary, it's essential. But so many people think that the ABA is about bureaucracy and it's slow and it's cumbersome and nothing gets done. So I'm gonna juxtapose that against here. You are as part of the, the president for the NCBP and we're talking about innovation. How does that happen? What does that look like in this organization? Sure. But I was one of those, Patrick. I did not like change. Uh, my sister made me read the book, Who Moved My Cheese? Uh -huh. And that made me want to change, want to seek out new ways to determine how you face issues, uh, how, how you meet challenges. So innovation. One thing we talked about this weekend was hackathons. Yes. So I had to figure out what the definition of was a ha of a hackathon. Right. Uh, as I told people, I don't want anything illegal at, at, at my, uh, my bar conference. But hackathons are a way to bring everybody to the table, those in the community, those in the legal field, to the table to address an issue, whether it's access to justice or how to increase diversity or how to have communities work together to resolve problems. That's just an innovative way of uh, handling challenges, which then becomes an opportunity. The theme of this conference, your theme, because you've been this program champion, you brought this thing to life and it's been an amazing program. I'll tell you, I've loved everything that happened at this conference. But the theme of this, game changers. That's right. Walk me through that. So we just wanted people to think outside the box. You know, you're a bar leader, but how do you become a game changer bar leader? Uh, how do you look at the world differently? How do you approach challenges differently? And like I said, we had one of the original game changers in Fred Gray uh, with us this weekend. It's just opening doors. It's thinking outside the box. It's bringing more people to the table, more ideas to the table. And when you do that, bar leaders can, can fly and go in places that you don't even know you can go yourself. So as the president of presidents, part of your charge, right, is to 
not just train bar leaders to give them the tools they need to lead in their states or their cities or in their specialty bars, but isn't it part of your job to set maybe the policy and the direction for the, the profession or at least help them see what's on the horizon and see what's coming and prepare them for their years of president? Sure. So you want to prepare them for trends that we're seeing? whether it's a U.S. Supreme Court decision that may change how uh, we see bar associations uh, nationally, or just changes with technology. Like I said, not not everybody has an office building today. Having them ready, looking forward, uh, what's the dynamic? You don't want them surprised. You want them to also have an opportunity to talk to each other. Uh, because if, if your bar association hasn't faced an issue yet, another bar may have. And sitting down and having the dialogue. When people ask me why I'm involved with NCBP, I tell them it's the people. It's the people in the room. They're just dynamic, amazing people who really want to make a change, make a difference for the better. One of the, the I think, really the highlights in the Fred Gray uh, discussion, I mean, a man who represented... Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King, right, who was there at the table from the beginning in in Montgomery, Alabama. I Mm -hmm. mean, that was inspiring. uh, And I think that was genius. And congratulations for getting him to to come to this. One of the last conversations we had here was a conversation with, I mean, really, I think visionaries, Ed Walters, John Phelps, uh, Jane Reardon, uh, Judge uh, Kilbride. I mean, these were really uh, Bill Henderson, and they were talking about access to justice and bridging that gap and what that might look like today. Tell me a little bit about how that program came about and, and why that was, you thought, important as a, as a plenary session for bar leaders. Access to justice, getting those who need uh, to be part of the system and in the system, what, what they need for legal services is always going to be important. Like I said, while bar associations work for their members, we also work for the public and the justice system itself. You have tried and true programs, programs that bar associations are, are working with that work well in their states, just trying to take a, a new dynamic, a new way of, of looking at how do we solve this problem, uh, which is why I'm such a big fan of the hackathons, because you, you have people who maybe haven't thought of the issue before coming forward with ideas and thoughts. You know, one aspect that we're seeing a change too is, do we need to start changing our law schools as students come out and become new bar leaders? We have this millennial group coming into the practice of law. They see the world differently. So there is gonna be change. And as we prepare people for that, we can start moving forward. But making sure people have access to justice, everyone in that room, every bar leader in that room wants to do that. And that's exactly what Fred Gray did too. So we're heading into the, the Jennifer Parent era, right? You have an amazing team of people around you. I know that nobody can do it alone. It's, it's like the village that surrounds you. What can we expect over the next 12 months? What's on the horizon for you and the National Conference of Bar Presidents? Well, you're one of the, those members of my team, Patrick, so good to have you on board. Uh, and you always have innovative, creative ideas for our programming, so thank you. I think as we look ahead, we're going to see what happens with the U.S. Supreme Court decision in Janus, how that's going to impact some of our unified bar associations. The ABA just came out with a wellness study. We're starting to look at at making sure lawyers are well, that they want to stay in the practice of law. 
a disturbing trend is seeing that that younger younger lawyers today don't see themselves in the profession in five years. Making sure that we're addressing those issues, that we're bringing them home, uh, and making sure bar leaders are ready for it and that they've got programs that they can put in place back in their states, whether they're a state bar, an affinity bar, local bar, or metro bar. You know, you invited uh, Bob Carlson to come and, and address the conference today. And I was so touched by how real he is, uh, how much he feels the passion of this job. How did that affect you? I mean, how would you as a leader feel like he is your leader too? I mean, were you as touched by everyone else in the room? I was extremely touched by Bob Carlson this morning. One of the first things he said when he got up there, he said he felt like he was home back at NCBP because he is a former bar president in Montana. And by him saying that, it just solidified how special bar leaders are, that he felt like he was home, uh, a place where he got his start. And when someone brings that trueness home, he wants to hear from everybody. So you do feel like he's your bar president, the ABA president. He's your bar president. He wants to make uh, the world a better place as well from, from an ABA perspective on a national level. You know, and it gives some of that perspective, doesn't it? I mean, here we have somebody who was a member of the national conference who climbs the ranks and ends up being you know, the national president of the ABA. I wonder if, if, I know this doesn't get lost on you. I mean, we're speaking to everybody who is a lawyer and the need for leaders. I wonder if you just talk about, you know, not just, I mean, we can't all be Bob Carlson's, but what it means to be a leader in our bar and why that's important to take that position. So I always say when I take a position, I just want to leave something better than how I found it. And what, what I'd add to Bob Carlson is he's with a very, very small firm in Montana. So what that means is he is committed to making change, being a leader, and we, need, we all need leaders. We, we all need leaders who are as committed to ensuring that, that we move forward as lawyers, that we move forward our justice system, that if tweaks need to be made, tweaks are made, sometimes making the hard judgment calls uh, and the hard calls on change when lawyers don't like change very much. But I think Bob Carlson, I'm excited to have him come in again uh, from a state, Montana, with a small practice that he can be in that position today says that any one person can make a change. I mean, that's really, I mean, beautifully said. Thank you. I and mean, that's that, that, exactly right. It, that's kind of the call for leadership, isn't it? I mean, he sets example. You set the example. I'm wondering if there's someone who's listening to this podcast right now who's saying, I wonder if I should run for that position or I wonder if I should take a stand on that. What is it that the NCBP has to offer to give support to people like that who are thinking about leadership or pe leaders who just don't know where to go from here? So what we offer is just a background of, of information that bar leaders can use in training, education. We have two meetings a year, but we also have what we call 21st Century Lawyer. And those are monthly webcasts where we bring in individuals. We talk about an issue for an hour. Anybody can join that if, if you're aware of it. And we talk about 
uh, you know, from the Me Too movement to how you run a board meeting and, you know, how you deal with volunteers. So we try to give what uh, education and training that bar leaders need. And I'd say, you know, if you're thinking about running uh, and putting your name in the hat to be a bar leader, or even if it's just a com- joining a committee or being a committee chair, I'd say do it. What do you have to lose? Try it out. I think you'll like it. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So the, um, the year is just beginning for you. And there's a, a road trip or two ahead of us for those on the National Conference of Bar Presidents and those leaders that are coming with us. Where are we going? What are we going to be doing this year? Patrick, I'm so excited to bring the Executive Council for NCBP to Portsmouth, New Hampshire. I tell people New Hampshire is the jewel of the United States. Uh, we try not to get it out too much, but I guess I just did. <laughs> uh, Portsmouth, uh, I uh, a harbor city. It's it's exciting. Millennials are, are moving there. Uh, if they're moving to New Hampshire, excellent restaurants. It's right on the harbor. Uh, you have theater. You have um, culture. I'm excited to have the group there. And then at the end of January, we're going to be in Las Vegas. Uh, and then Wait, in Las Vegas, baby. That's right, Vegas, baby. And then in August, we're going to be in San Francisco. So it's going to be a busy year, uh, but we're excited and we're ready for it. And we'll have a great programming for our members. I am super excited about this. So uh, let me wrap up this way. If people want to get more involved in the National Comps to Bar Presidents, where do they go? Sure. So the website is ncbp.org, or you can always contact me. My Twitter is at Jennifer L. Parent, or email jennifer.parent at mclean.com. Jennifer, it has been such a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Well, it's that time. We've reached the end of the road for today's episode. I want to thank our guest, Jennifer Parent, for joining us today. I also want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in. If you like what you heard today, please rate us on Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road, the Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook, or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.